This is the MFG Cast. straight down the tunnel it breaks off in the middle you can go left you can go right or you can continue straight do we hear anything in any of the directions roll a perception check guess that's under wisdom again i have a four so i'm guessing i don't hear you anything. don't hear anything does anybody else hear anything all right <laughs> you ask so they listen oswald will be first he doesn't hear a damn thing he rolled a one nice He's rule old. listens he doesn't hear shit. Pulex listens. He kind of shivers, even though he's not frozen anymore. He kind of shivers a little bit. Uh, I hear, a little, I hear a crackling. I hear, I, I, I hear crackling straight ahead of us. It, 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 it may be a a friend that uh, might have uh, went. Uh, Running away after he uh, caught on fire, and uh, that's kind of what it, 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 it sounds like to me. So I, you know, maybe we, maybe should we, maybe should head, head head forward. Okay. Well, before that, yes, I'm going to get out one of the pieces of chalk that I have in my bag, and I'm going chalk, to yeah. mark an arrow Ooh, pointing in the direction nice. that we're going. Good job, labyrinth. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> See, I put a lot of cool. Which way in my do bag. you want to go? <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to mark it on our little thing. So here's the hallway. Yep. And then I'll put a little direction going that way. You turn, you look forward, you turn back, and then it's gone. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so you, are you going to head forward? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. We'll head so, towards the sound. Yeah, everybody decides that that's probably the best move, so they head forward. Okay. Now, you uh, head to a dead end. What seems like a dead end. But then you see two small, or two very thin hallways. You have one that goes left, you have one that goes right. Okay, does anybody hear the crackling? <laughs> so I'll roll again to see if I can hear this. Alright, sounds good. Uh, 20. 20. Or 19, sorry. Nice. Alright, you hear the crackling to your left. Alright, so I guess I'll go to the left. Okay, sounds good. Oh, and I draw an arrow on the floor Ooh, again. Ooh, arrows so, again. Yep. All right. So you're going this way. We'll have you draw an arrow that goes that way. Yep. Okay. All right. So you start heading. Um, roll a perception check. <laughs> One. Oh, yay. All right, let's see what else I'm glad I wasted the one on that. Yep. <laughs> so you're walking along. You don't have a, you don't have your torch anymore. So it's still very low light. It's very hard to see. I suppose I could have lit another one since I had more than one in there. But yeah. Whatever. You fall down a chasm. All of you. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> okay. notices it. I rolled really low for everybody, which was awesome. Well, I rolled a one, so it makes sense for me to fall. Yeah, exactly. You're just gonna be like doo doo doo, <laughs> and you fall down a hole. Okay. 
So basically you fall down this chasm, okay? And you get caught in spider webs. Okay? And about 15 feet down, you can still hear, you can hear a crackling. You can also hear a crunch. <laughs> and then you don't hear crackling anymore. Because he's a cobalt lunch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you're all stuck in spider webs. Okay. Let me see something quick. Alright. So, the music starts. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sorry, my friends, that we're in such great peril. But fortunately for me, I have a sp spider climb. <laughs> Whatever rhymes with peril. <laughs> wow. He's, he's not a good bard. Yeah. So, he lays hands on you. Okay. Oh, bingo! Roll the 20. Nice. All right. So you you feel uh, a little tingle in your system. And you realize that uh, that you have you have the feel like you look at your fingers and kind of like it like what you see in like the original Spider-Man movie, you kind of see the little the little things that can help you climb. So you you have spider climb now. If you feel like you could get out of here. Okay. Well, I should probably save everybody else rather than just climbing out by myself. So how are you going to do that? Well, I have a sword and I have a huge amount of strength. Okay. So I would think I could probably cut through stuff and okay. grab them. All right. So who are you going to save first? Where is everybody? I guess he must be right next to me. Yeah, he's right next he... to you. Let's see. We'll have put it on the map here. So you are kind of in just the... put us there so you don't have to draw oh, stuff. Yeah. But I want to draw <laughs> enough drawings. There. So those. So you're in the southeast corner there. And Brew and Pulex are kind of off to the side, a little further away from you. Okay, we came. That way. You came that way, yep, and you're down a chasm, so you have to go up. It's probably about, I'd say about 40 feet up. So I can't really see, I should be able to see, though, if there's a ledge. Once you get up there, yes. I, if With that dense of fog still. Oh, it's still foggy. Yep, it's really hard to see. So, I guess I just have to climb back up the side that we're, we came from. Yeah, there's four sides to the chasm, so you can climb up wherever. Yeah, but I don't know if all of them have a ledge that I can drop somebody off at. True that, Holmes. Besides the one that we fell off of. So, I guess I'll try and cut him out of there, Oswald out of there first. Okay. To carry him up to the top. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I'll have you do a strength check just to just for shits and giggles. Uh, 14. Okay, you made it. Okay. All right. So he's up. He's sitting at the lip of the. At the lip of it, he says, uh, "If you want to save time, you can just give me a rope, and I can I can help. Uh, I'll help uh, Pulex. I do have a rope, okay. so I'll give him a rope. While I'm up here, can yes. I see if 
there's somewhere to go. Uh, as far as you know, that there's only be- there's only the opposite way that you came. So the other side of the hallway, basically, because you've got you've got this hall. You know, this is all basically one big hallway, and then you go back. You can either you can either go back the way you came, or go compl- straight from where you are, basically. So there's no other end of this chasm. Not that you know of. Okay. Well, why don't I spider climb around just to make sure? Yeah. So there's yeah there's no other way to go. Yeah, because it sounded like a hubcap fell yeah. off. I'm like, what the shit? Huh. Funny. All right. Okay. Um, what were you saying now? Uh, there's no other way to go besides the w- go back the go way back. we came. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll just climb down and get somebody. Okay. All right. Uh, you're gonna get Brule while Oswald tries to get Pulex, and uh, it looks like. As far as every everything's concerned, it looks like Oswald's not having any problem problem getting Pulex up. Okay, and I'll have you roll a strength check. Just don't don't crit miss. <clears throat> well, I did roll a two, which gets me up to seven. Nice, that's okay. As long as it wasn't a crit miss, I'm just gonna let nice. you, I'm gonna let you have it. All right, so you're both you're all up again. Okay, okay. So you all head. You're gonna hold. Go back to the other end there. Yep, I guess so. All right, you come into another room. It seems like a very small room. Okay. What you see is dead bodies everywhere. All of them human. All of them look very studly. Even though this is going to look like a big room, it's not. It's a small room. And uh, and like I said, dead bodies everywhere. Except for, in the corner, there is a female orc tied up. A very ugly female orc, I might add. And right next to her... The chest. I wrote chest because that's how you know that there's a chest. And I put a box because that's a boxes. Chest looks like boxes. All right. Before you can guys can do anything, uh, Oswald takes off. And he says, oh boy. <laughs> Here you are locked up like a dog, my love. I can't believe we found you think... The Almighty up above. (laughs) (laughs) And he unties the female orc. And she's gagged. And gags her. Oh, my sweet! (laughs) So good to see you! It's... We've been in... We've been... God, I can't even do this voice. It's been so long. I never thought I'd see you again. It is destiny that we've been able to find each other again. And they're just in a in a embrace and they're just kind of like talking like whispering to each other and like oh I can't believe that you're you know that we found each other again la 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 okay Brule is piqued by the chest he kind of gives the orc a little bit of a look and then kind of looks at Oswald and gives them both a little bit look like that's a weird pairing almost you know kind of look on his face but he's so drawn to this chest so he walks over to it and he looks over to the uh, to the lady and uh, he says uh, uh, hey uh, miss uh, uh, this wow I just lost my accent I don't mm-hmm. even uh, <laughs> hey uh, miss uh, wow oi there uh, 
Miss uh, Orca. Uh, <laughs> I can't even get it now. Damn it. Orca. Orca. Uh, 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 this chest. Uh, well. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. The size of a tangerine. Okay, here we go. Oi, uh, what's with this uh, treasure chest? Uh, it looks nice. Uh, uh, there's anything sparkly and, and uh, worth something in here? Miss, uh, I never got your name. I'm sorry. Uh, what's your name, miss? Uh, can you tell me what's in here? And she says, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my name's Anne. Uh, Anne. Anne Coulter, Ice Bitch Evelington Third. Uh, yeah, there might be something in there. I don't know. I just been, I've been locked up so long. And I miss my, my baby. Uh, I miss my true love. Uh, so I don't know what's locked up in here, but I'm, I'm guessing it's of some worth because they had a lot of guards in here and, uh, they all died somehow. I don't know how I was, I was blindfolded and then they were all, all slaughtered, but nobody's made it in here besides... Besides me, when I got locked up, uh, I don't know. So then, uh, so then Brule kind of goes, Well, I guess I'm gonna have a look. Let's look and see what's in the chest. Uh, there might be something good, you know? Why don't you search to see if there's traps on it first? Oh, traps, come on now. Yeah, we haven't seen any traps, have we? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'll check. Let's look. Uh, yes, I'll have a check. Check on the traps. Uh, let's see. Well, I don't see any traps, so I think I might just open it. If that's okay, open. well, I'm going to step out of this room. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> if you don't trust me to open it, I'll, well, I guess right. Uh, I guess I'll just open it then. So, uh, let's uh, have a look-see. I'm not <laughs> in there. Nice. <laughs> and all you hear from, from inside is, Damn it! Uh, can't quite get it open. Uh, must be really bad at my... Uh, my lock's a big thing, and, uh, you know, I used to be able to, uh, pick a lock pretty good, but, uh, oh, lock picking, that's it, not locksmithing. Uh, I'm usually pretty good at my lock picking, but, uh, I can't quite get it, so, uh, uh, Pulex, do you want to take a look? So, Pulex goes in and he tries to take a look. Nice. All of a sudden you hear, ooh, hooray, we got it, uh, um, uh, who, where's our big friend, um, uh, snog, if you will. Uh, I think we've got it open. Uh, there might be a couple of things in here you might uh, might like to see. <laughs> I cautiously peek in the door. <laughs> nice. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Brule looks looks in, grabs a big sword. It looks uh, almost like a bluish tint. And then all of a sudden he starts going, oh, 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 cold, cold. Throws it. Hits the ground and kind of skitters towards you. He says, "Watch that, man. He's, he's quite cold. Uh, I don't think, I don't think you'd be able to uh, use it, really. If, uh, if uh, you know what I say, um, might want, uh... <laughs> apparently my son can hear me, so he might be waking up. So maybe <laughs> not talk so loud. Uh, um, so yeah, um, yeah. So you may not want to pick that up. It looks like a pretty nice." Uh, uh, a cold sword, I think, but, uh, ooh, ooh, maybe these will help. Pulls out a couple of gauntlets that are just huge for them. And he's like, ooh, yeah, I don't know, maybe you 
want these? I don't know. Uh, you might want them. He puts them in his he puts them in his hands, and he's just like, whoa, these are huge. I don't think I can quite use them. So, I don't know if you. I don't know. Do you think you might want to have a go? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> From we're in the the cave of where the curse originates I want to put on all these items well he's put on he's put on the gauntlets and nothing happened to him that's true well if he's able to hand them over to me so he brings them over to you he's like I I won't uh, have anything uh, uh, this is no significance to me so I'll give them to you thank you Uh, you can have those and uh, I don't know that sword is pretty cold. So is it a two-handed sword? It uh, it looks like a one-handed sword. Oh, really. good, because I don't care about two-handed oh, swords. Okay, good. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a good thing it's one-handed then. Uh, it's a good thing that uh, the DM made it up on the spot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to pick it up. You can go ahead. I'm going to look at the chest again because there's a couple more items in here that maybe uh, somebody wants. So I'm gonna look. Okay, so he looks through and he finds this. Uh, Finds this nice dagger. Okay, it's got jewels strewn about it in the hilt, and he's like, "Oh, this uh, this is quite my style right here. I'm I'm good with uh, um, actually no, I'm pretty good with a with a blade, but uh, I, actually I think I quite like my my um, my bow and arrow. Uh, maybe Pulex, maybe you're pretty good with a blade, you know, with a small blade. So I, I'll quite give it to you." So he takes, thanks, thanks, Brule, uh, that's quite a nice, quite nice of you. Um, I think I would be able to use it just fine. Um, thank you. And then there's one last, uh, uh, Brule says, there's one last thing in here, and it's, I kind of like it, it's quite, it's quite exquisite, it's, it's surprisingly even my size, it's weird. Uh, uh, and he pulls out this, uh, like, this silk robe, basically, and it looks, it looks of gold, okay? And he puts it on him, and he's like, oh, this is quite nice, I like it, um... I don't know quite what it does, but it, uh, I don't know, it's, it's quite, uh, quite lavish, I think, uh, don't really like the hood, the hood's kind of huge, I don't think I would quite like to have it on, but, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll give it a look and see what you guys think, maybe I look silly, you <laughs> know, let's try it on, he puts the hood on, all of a sudden he set a blaze. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on, um, this is weird, um, um, but it doesn't hurt good. I'm not on... F- I'm look physically on fire, but I don't... I don't feel like I'm on fire, so this must be some kind of f- amazing fire clock. I'm quite attached to it. Oh, actually, it's quite attached to me, if you, if you don't mind. Okay, so, um, yeah, I think that's quite it. Sorry, uh, Oswald, you don't have any... We don't have anything for you, apparently. We're all out, um, but that's okay, because you've got magic that sucks. That You've got magic that goes awry every uh, time you try to use it, pretty much, except for... Oh, never, actually. So, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so... That's okay. He found his ugly girlfriend. He's all right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. So, uh, where do we go from here? And, um, I picked uh, up that sword. Did I you? Guess, yeah. Okay. And it didn't affect you with uh, with the gauntlets on. Um, it feels... It, for some reason, you feel... Finally, you kind of feel akin to it once you finally have it in your hands. Even though it looks huge, it's actually very light. Okay, and you feel even though you haven't used this kind of sword before, you feel like you are at home with it. You feel like you've actually had the sword like your whole life, so you feel very comfortable. All right, so and uh, so then, Brule's like, um, so um, 
uh, I don't know if Mr. Anne, what was it, Anne Coulter Ice Pitch uh, Evelington Third. I think that was your name, um, yes? Um, do you know a way to um, maybe get out of here? Because I don't really like this place. i am had enough for adventure. Um, I like all the stuff that we have now. And I think I could probably f- either sell it for a, some my cloak for a good price. Or maybe I could just have a few other adventures that are not so, uh, I don't know, um, uh, dangerous. That I can maybe get a, get a few more coins and meet my brother Pulex. Could get to... Uh, you know, something fun. Uh, maybe the big man could come with us. Um, but yeah, do you know a way out? And uh, Anne's like, well, uh, <clears throat> I only know one way out, and, uh, and that's dying through coughing. Um, no. Um, and uh, I think it's through a magic door um, that I think is very near, because I can, I can feel it in my bones. Um, but I think well, on the other side is it's not going to be fun, because there's... Um, I, I don't know how to say it. There's a dragon. Um, he's quite large. Um, he's not the, uh, un- uh, fortunately for us, he's not the, uh, dragon of myth, which is good, because otherwise we'd all probably be dead, but I think that that's our only way out. Okay, well, let's follow your bones and find this dragon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll make it, we'll make her look like a ghoul. Nice. So yeah, so she takes all you guys, and she gets halfway through that hallway and stops, turns completely around, and she she kind of puts her hands in front of this door, and she says, I feel this is our magic door, but we need magic to unlock it. Um, I haven't done magic in quite a while, so is there anyone else that can do it? She looks to everyone else. Well, Oswald Cobblepot can do it. Yep. <laughs> Is that what you say to him? Is you say you yeah, Oswald I'm can gonna, do it? I'm going to say all of that, including okay. Cobblepot. All right, awesome. Okay, <laughs> so Oswald looks at you and he goes, music starts up again. After all that I've done through this adventure, you really trust me? You're the only one that can use magic, so go ahead and do it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so then he shakes his head at you and goes to the front door. And he's... Or goes to the front of what he thinks the door is. And uh, he feels his way around. Kind of closes his eyes and uses his hands. And kind of waves his fingers around the door like... Like he's almost... Like he's opening it up with his hands. And he's using... Um, using Something. He's chanting again. Ha! <laughs> Nothing happens. And you see, you see, uh, he just goes walking down the hallway. He goes right walking down this hallway and just starts screaming obscenities to himself. <laughs> he's just kind of like, ah, this He's like, after all of this, you think I could do it? Ah. Uh, You'd hope so. Yeah. Well, instead, I'll just hit this door with my ice sword and see what happens. Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, I'll just have you roll it. I'm not even going to make it a check. Just roll it. So, the strength? Nope. I'm not even going to have... Just a straight up I'm roll. I'm going to give you a straight up roll. 14. Okay. All right. So, for some reason, you have the you have this weird thing in the back of your head that tells you to 
you just shove it in like you're like you're thrusting through somebody's gullet, okay? And you kind of thrust it where you think there would be a keyhole. And then you click it to the right, and the door opens. Cool. Okay. And you get into this big throne room, basically. That ogre lady can go first. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a humongous... Alright, so this is what you see. You see a big, black, ominous dragon. Okay? Everybody has knowledge that, that he is a shadow dragon. Okay? He's, uh, it's... The throne room is actually not super lit up because of his, of his, of his abilities, but most but it's hard. It seems almost impossible that he's kind of even though you can kind of see him, he's still kind of hiding in shadow, and it's weird. It almost seems impossible for that to happen because this whole throne room is covered in a treasure. You've got your gold. You've got your silver, you've got your diamonds, you've got your ore, you've got every kind of treasure imaginable in this huge throne room, okay? And sitting on top of it is a, sh- a big shadow dragon. As soon as Oswald pops in, he starts to talk. The music has stopped. And uh, in a normal voice, <laughs> thank God, he says, uh, it, my mortal enemy, you have cursed you have cursed me for the last time, and you shall pay with your life. And the Mephesta laughs, a hearty laugh. <laughs> oh, my poor Oswald, is it? I don't think so. You know just as much as me that this treasure is not yours. It belongs to the strongest, the meanest, the best, and that was never you. It was always me. And walks in, and he's like, you, uh, you took away the one I love, and you made me into this. You're gonna pay for your treachery. And he says, uh, oh, looks like we shall see. Looks like you brought some other friends. Some tasty morsels for my gullet. Well, let's not keep dawdling, shall we? Alright, roll for a niche. Uh, 15. Alright. Well, let's see. Let's line ourselves up here. I'm going to say that these two are in here, right next to you. Are you going to be behind them in the entryway there, or are you going to be inside fighting? Well, I'd be inside, but I don't really know. Well, make a decision. I guess I'll be over by this ugly thing. All right. Um, first up is okay. First up is Poolex. All right. Poolex is going to run, and he's going to take his nice new um, dagger. And he's going to try to jab it into his leg. <laughs> ah, poor Poolex. I tell you. Alright, so Pulex runs, goes to uh, get him with the uh, uh, dagger in the leg, and uh, Mephesdet pulls away fairly easy, and he kind of rolls, and kind of rolls behind him. And misses. Uh, next up is Oswalt. 
All right, he is going to get the lightning in his fingers again. And he's going to direct it at Mephesda. All right, and he gets him, finally. And he throws a mean-looking lightning bolt with both hands right at Mephesda. And he's actually got to make a, a dexterity saving throw on the spell. And he misses. Nice. Okay. Wow. can't believe how high up these levels are. Or these things are. That is an 8d6. Wow. Yeah. Huge. Alright, it's got 6, 8. Ooh, that's good. Okay, so already... <laughs> already, uh, Mephesdet is on hands and knees. <laughs> He's just got a huge hole in his left well not a huge hole but a, what looks like a huge burn mark in his left chest that the lightning bolt went through and into the back of the wall and luckily <laughs> Poolex was able to get out of the way before nice. he could accidentally accidentally get hit by it and he all of a sudden he just roars Gah! and he looks and he's like Oswald is it Looks like you've become stronger and you've learned a few things. And uh, Oswald looks at him and he says, I knew this day would come one day and I knew I had to take you out. All right, Snodgrass, you're up. All right. Well, I guess I will charge at him with my sword. Okay. So that would be... With the ice sword, which I don't really know what kind of damage that does. Yeah, let me... Do, 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 do. I had it. Forgot. Do. I guess I should see if I even hit with it first while you're doing that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and I critical missed. <laughs> so there you go. Alright. So you go to... Uh, you go to attack him. And he um, swats it away easily. Out of your out of your uh, hands, and it goes bouncing into the corner. So let's say that you're actually it goes right in the back corner there, and you stumble and fall. So now you're prone for a little bit. Okay. Shit, I can't find the stats that I actually had on it, but I'll just make it up. It'll still be good. Okay. So now, oh, good timing. Now Mephesda's up. So he is going to. He is going to. Breathe a cloud of blackness if he hits. So he just starts to take in a breath and starts to, starts to blow it right at you. And that's a 14. It will not make it. Nope. All right. So how would he miss that? Yeah, if I'm prone, I should have some kind of negative. So, yeah, some yeah. Kind of All right. I'm going to give you a negative 2, so that's going to be 16, so it's going to hit. Okay, so... So right now you are blinded for one melee round, and you're going to lose three-fourths of your life unless you throw a successful saving throw against it. Would that be a constitution saving throw? Yep. And then it's going to be half. 16. Nice, you do. Okay, so now you're at half of whatever you got there. It's 20. Okay. So now you are blinded for one round, not this round, but next round, and then you're half damage. Okay. Up oh, next is Brule. Okay. Um, actually, no, Anne is next. She um, starts chanting a few things, 
and is gearing up a spell. <laughs> Critical. Oh, nice. 20. All right. So she... All right, so that is a 4d6 double damage. He's dead. Nice. <laughs> well, that was 4d6 easy. double damage. All right. So um, just throws a big, what looks like to be like a, I don't know, about a beach ball size fireball. Just blows it right through his head. Just takes him down. Luckily, you're not... Actually, you know what? I'm going to have you roll to see if you get caught by anything, because you're pretty close. That's a 19. Nice. Okay, roll, yep, so. you're fine. So luckily, she throws it to the left of you so you don't catch any, catch anything with the blackness and with the fire. It could not be a good combination. Pulex <laughs> is not so good. He would take critical damage. He'd be quick. a... Yep, he's dead. Yep. <laughs> All right. So the fireball goes through... Mephesda uh, and also goes through or takes off his head, but also takes off. How would that work? I'm gonna. Say, I'm not. I'm gonna say that that's not gonna be right. Let's say it goes. The fireball goes through, like his Mephesda's torso, and then go and then takes uh, Pulex's head off. And Pulex's like no. <laughs> <laughs> Just on his hands and knees, just bawling like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Poor Pulex. And uh, Mephesdit goes to his knees and then falls to his knees. Nice. Okay. Uh, I want you to roll another saving throw. Uh, what kind of saving throw? Your, uh, what was it? Constitution? Is that what we decided? For I that blackness? For blackness, yeah. yeah. Constitution. Uh, seven. Okay. All right, I'm not going to give you any more damage, but I'm going to say that you cannot see right now. Okay. Okay, because of the blackness. Still. All of a sudden, you you hear Oswald's voice. You hear a... (laughs) And he... For some reason, it sounds like from what you hear from where he's at, it seems like he's somehow gotten a lot bigger okay and then you hear uh another voice where ann was and you're uh, <laughs> we've done it and uh you hear oswald <laughs> oh finally i'm back to where i belong throw another do another saving throw 15 okay you're out of your blackness you kind of you're not quite standing, but you kind of roll onto your side. And uh, what you what you see is a big three headed dragon. Nice. Yeah. And and you can just kill me now because <laughs> they just took out a dragon by themselves. So I'm pretty sure I can't do anything to them. And uh, you uh, see that the orc has turned into she looks like an evil wizard. Like Evelyn or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and you hear uh, also let's say, oh, thank you very much, my minions, for for helping me get this far. I couldn't have done it without you. Uh, and now I think uh, I think you're ready for your payment. And then you and then you hear that. <laughs> End scene. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> what will happen to our heroes? <laughs> they will die. <laughs> there's only two of them. Yep, there's only two left. Nice. Mm. Oy. Yep, so, well, hope you like the adventure. Uh, Want to do a little something silly. Have a fun little uh, try at uh, D&D 5th edition, even though we don't have a lot of the stuff for it, but seems like it would be pretty fun if we can actually get to the other stuff, so... Yep, go out and try it, because it's free on their website. Yep, yep, so. the basis rules are free, and then, you know, if you feel like you you know you like it, you can always buy, buy the books and stuff. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, I sure had fun. Hopefully Mike had fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, good. So next month, you may hear some more of this, because uh, next month is going to be our Extra Life uh, podcast, basically. Uh, we'll probably tape a uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition uh, roleplay if they decide to do it on that game day. And then we'll just kind of talk about uh, what happened during the day. Uh, we're, this is, we're doing that. It's a October 25th. It's an all-day gaming. And then every every all the money we get is going to go to that charity for Extra Life, and it goes to uh, help sick kids that have, you know, for anything from cancer to brain injuries to blood issues and stuff like that. So if you could help us out, 25 bucks for 25 hours, basically, even though we only pay for like 12 or something like that because <laughs> we're old. And, uh, yeah, that would be great because, you know, what what kid, what sick kid doesn't need that money and, how, you know, and the parents need help too because we can't all afford all the stuff that uh, happens, so we need these charities, so. All right, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you in the last. We'll talk to you last month. We'll talk yep. to you next month. Bye.